afraid that if anybody allows their stuff to be shown, that ours might be shown. And so the Course in Miracles says that all of that just goes into the category of our believing that the real stuff within us is really awful. Now he says, you think, in the Course in Miracles, he says, you think that you're so hideously ugly deep down inside that if people really knew how hideous and ugly you were, that they saw the real you, that they would see how hideous and ugly you were, and you would, they would recoil in horror. Now, the Course in Miracles says the only way you're going to get out of the way that makes you feel, because if you think that, if you think that if people saw the real you, they would recoil in horror, then what does that make you do? Not show the real you. Be very into appearances, just doing that which you think looks okay, valuing it in other people when things just look okay on the outside. Now, we're told in the Course in Miracles, he says, why don't you just actually look under there? Why don't you just take a look under there? Because what's going to happen if you actually allow yourself to look behind your mask is that you will see that all that is down there is light. Because the real you is just a totally loving, innocent person. Now, once you see that, you will realize that you need no mask. And once you realize that you need no mask because all that's under there is love, then you will understand that all that's underneath the mask in anyone is love. Now, until we do that, we're existing in a world where everybody's wearing their mask. And like we said, like with Gary Hart, what we're really angry at people for is letting the mask down. Because we value this world, we think that we need it. The ego mind says that without those masks, everything grows very chaotic. But what the Course in Miracles says is that as long as everybody is wearing their masks, things are chaotic. And it's when we let down our masks that the chaos ends. Because all that's under there in any of us is love. That's all that the real you is. So if you had to use one word to define what that mask is, it's guilt. It's the belief that people are guilty. And so that's why a lot of people can call mom but still not like mom. They might call mom, but the reason they don't like her is because they think she's guilty. I certainly thought mine was guilty for a long time. I really thought that my mother was really the source of so many of my problems in my life. And what the Course in Miracles told me was I could believe that if I wanted to. And if I did believe that, if I thought my mother's guilt was real, then to the extent that I thought her guilt was real, I would see it as the cause of my problems. And since cause and effect is a major tenet of consciousness, as long as I thought my mother's mistakes were real, then the wounds that I thought they caused me would be real. And so I was a walking wound, but I felt justified because I could say, Mom did it. Mom did it. Mom made me feel this way or that way. So then people would tell me, forgive your mother, and I thought that meant things like call her on Mother's Day. That's not what it means to forgive your mother. You know, I'm, you know me, many of you, enough to know that I'm real into holidays like Christmas because it's a deep psychological significance. Easter, Passover, these are deep psychological significance. Mother's Day, I close my eyes, there's no deep psychological significance to Mother's Day. It's so obvious and people got together and realized how many brunches they could sell. <laughs> you know, they got together and there's a Mother's Day and there's a Father's Day. But that doesn't mean the forgiveness of, so I can't really give any like uh, uh, sacred notion to the idea of what today symbolizes. But the idea of forgiveness of our mother symbolizes a lot. The fact that today we take our mothers to lunch, today we call her, today we send our flowers may or may not mean anything. Just more appearances. But the idea that something makes us realize that only in the forgiveness of my mother, as well as the forgiveness of anyone else, will I be released to a new life is profoundly important. 
Now, what the Course in Miracles says is, only love is real. Nothing else actually exists. You see, what love is, is something that gives back an effect. The Course in Miracles talks about cause with a capital C. And anything loving that people do is cause with a capital C, and so it will have effects in your life. So anything your mom did that was out of love has effects in your life and will continue to do so. But the Course in Miracles says that anything that people did that did not come from love is caused with a small c. It's not an actual cause. It's not actual because without love behind it, it's no real energy. It's just illusory energy. And so that small c does not have an effect. That, what that means, very simply, is that anything your mom did that was not loving has no effect on you unless you carry within you the belief that your mother's mistakes were real. So forgiveness of your mother actually means she didn't do anything. It actually means there is nothing to forgive. Now what happens here is that there is huge change takes place in people's consciousness when they realize the enemy is not out there. The enemy is not in what anyone did to you. The real enemy, let's say in your relationship with your mother, is not what your mother did to you. The enemy is the fact that you could carry anger towards her for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. That's the enemy, your own tendency not to let go of things which are not real to begin with. Now what happens when you begin to realize that the enemy is within you and not outside of you is that you also begin to realize that your salvation is within you and not outside of you. And that will be the transformation of the planet. Our political leaders, for instance, there is just as there is this tendency to be angry at our mothers, there's also this tendency to think that the person elected as president in 1988 is who was going to save us. Who's going to save us is you and me. One of the, I heard one of the presidential candidates on television today, and he was talking about how he had had 14 or so major economists at his house, and he was asking them all for their opinions about uh, the economy. And they had all given him all this stuff about the economy. So this, the candidate turned to him and he said, all right, now, t you're telling me that if, I, if those changes happen that you just talked about, if we did all those things that you talked about, the productivity in this country would increase? And they were all silent and they looked at each other and they looked at him and they said, no. No, productivity in the country will only increase if the attitudes in the people change. People want to make certain changes. But you see, the ego mind always has this idea that somebody is at fault in my problems. And the ego also has this idea that somebody else would be my savior. Now, the Course in Miracles says the only enemy is inside of you, and the only salvation is inside of you. One of the exercises is, my salvation comes from me. And so this is the greatest illusion of all, the idea that the power to hurt you comes from outside of you, or that the power to save you comes from outside of you. When you begin to realize that the power of God being in you is the power of love, then you begin to realize that your lack of love is your only enemy, and your ability to love is your only salvation. So then you begin to realize that the only enemy that you have is your tendency not to feel that love. And then you begin to realize the real significance of your relationship with your mother. The real significance of your relationship with your mother is that you can look at her, as I said, and to allow yourself, the Course says, even for an instant, to consider that she is an innocent child of God. That any perception that you have of her guilt is nothing other than your perception 
That doesn't mean she is guilty of anything. It means merely that you choose to perceive her guilt. The same is true of Gary Hart, by the way. This was an issue of people's perception. It may or may not have anything to do with the way there's some cosmic alignment of thought about Gary Hart. This week gave us a marvelous opportunity to look and to see how the human mind can come up with a storyline and decide what storyline it is that's going to be real for us. Just according to whim, basically. A whim that has to do with the ego's desire to destroy everyone. A whim that has to do with the ego's desire to attack people. And whenever we attack anyone, the person that we are attacking is ourselves. And so there is a great new country about to be born, and there is a great new world about to be born, but it can only be born through us to the extent that we take very seriously in our own lives the concept of not judging other people. To the extent that you judge your mother, that means that you will be blocking the maternal within yourself. And what we need to do now, just as your mother physically gave birth to you, so do we need spiritually and emotionally and psychologically to give birth to a new world. The next president of the United States can't do it all by himself. You know, you see this sickness in this country. This week, do you notice how all this stuff about Gary Hart was on television? So everybody just sits, and we've become a very passive people. And we just walk, listen to the commentators, right? We listen to the experts talk about what's happening here. And people find that they themselves don't do that much talking with, among themselves about it. It's almost like they don't even want to because they've heard so much on television, they've heard so much on the radio. So then when most people end up talking about Gary Hart, what they find themselves doing is just rehashing what they heard on television. Right? Or television says that this man knows because this man is a political commentator in, in some newspaper, or this person knows because they are, are whatever. And we just listen, and we let all this power, all these decisions about our own lives be made.